I think people have who might not have accepted that in the past as being a legitimate McKean from Cairo, and you're listening to WGXC Acre 90.7 FM, hands-on radio. It's WGXC's 10th anniversary this February, and all year we will be celebrating 10 years of community voices on the radio. We'll have a special live broadcast and performance May 26th at the Greenville Drive-In. And if you become a sustaining supporter or increase your sustaining support of WGXC during the February Pledge Drive, we'll give you a ticket if you want for the Greenville Drive-In Show, May 26th at 7.30 p.m. with Stephen Merritt of the Magnetic Fields performing, Anna Frizz also performing, Catskills' Brian Dewan, Jen Cutler and Jess Spear also performing. More artists to be announced at the WGXC 10th Anniversary Performance, the Greenville Drive-In, May 26th. And if you become a sustaining supporter for the first time during WGXC's February Pledge Drive or increase your sustaining support of the community radio station, you can get a ticket to the Greenville Drive-In Show with Stephen Merritt, Anna Frizz, Brian Dewan, Jen Cutler, Jess Spear, and more May 26th at the Greenville Drive-In for WGXC 90.7 FM. WGXC is made possible in part by the generous ongoing support of Fridman Gallery in New York, New York. WGXC's sustaining supporters are among the station's most dedicated listeners. They care deeply about Creative Community Radio, and their investment helps to sustain WGXC as a public platform for information, experimentation, and engagement in Green and Columbia counties. You, too, can become a sustaining supporter by going to wgxc.org donate and designating an amount of your choosing. Thank you for your support. Welcome to Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda, a movie talk show where we're just two pals talking about movies that we love, maybe that we didn't love so much, or maybe we downright just hated them. We'll see. You'll we'll find out. <laughs> that's that's a part of the trick is which which is it going to be? <laughs> which is it going to be? We don't know. Neither do you. And to me, personally, there's a thrill in that. Very exciting. <laughs> Hi, uh, Jenny. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> How's it going, pal? Oh, you know, it's going all right. Um, I am glad to be warm and cozy because here we are in finally the snowy portion of the winter up here in the Hudson Catskill, Hudson Valley area. Yeah, yeah. it's really coming down out there. I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing great. I love I love the snow. My drive home today from work was so beautiful into the sunset with, with all the beautiful snowy fields all the little houses with roofs covered in snow just wow beautiful picturesque where i am it's already done snowing and we've gotten our projected two inches but where jenny is broadcasting from it's still coming down and it's what an eight an expected eight inches <laughs> yeah i think we've i think we've got about six i'm a mere like 25 miles away but still <laughs> somehow we got we got a lot more <laughs> um, exactly yeah. well well jenny i want to ask you what have you been watching lately oh boy i'm so glad you've asked uh well last week and this this the last two weeks I actually did watch a lot of stuff and it was really exciting had a great time unlike nice. our last our last show where we were both just kind of like mm, I'm tired <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch much didn't watch much um last week I watched a movie that I had been wanting to see for a while uh, it came out last year in 2020 it's called freaky <laughs> oh <laughs> I have never heard of that so it's freaky it's oh wait freaky. no i'm yeah. sorry i have heard of that <laughs> i was like i think we talked about it. uh 
so it's this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's in the genre of teen slasher horror movies uh, with, you know, a little comedy, a little sprinkling of comedy in there. Um, uh, yeah, good. Yeah, totally. It's uh, it, it came out last year. It's basically the premise is a teenage girl, uh, Freaky Fridays with a serial killer of a, a, a Michael Myers type, if you will, a Jason Voorhees type. So maybe could one say, one could say they Freaky Friday, but one could also say that they hot chick um, they, with Rob Schneider. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry it's for making true. that weird they both, they both Freaky Friday Rob and Rob Schneider. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. For those of you who listening who maybe don't understand the references what we're saying is that they switched bodies mm-hmm. um just yeah. in case you didn't know <laughs> uh and it's really fun i i had been meaning to watch it but you have it's only available for rent and it costs 20 dollars, which i had been oh. you know like oh 20 dollars to not see a movie in the theater um but my sister was like hey i'm gonna rent freaky with like a friend of hers she was like you should also watch it and she also did it on my account. So I was like, yes, I will. But so if you're interested in like a fun, funny teen slasher, um, you know, split it with some friends. But it's really, I really liked it. I really like this recent spate of like, like silly, weird horror for teens, like slasher yeah. movies. Like uh, it's the same, it's directed by Christopher Landon who also did uh, Happy Death Day, which came out a couple years ago, which is like- Which same, I also still haven't seen. Yeah, same energy, like really funny, but also like the gore in it is great too. Like <laughs> like creative deaths, like it really gives me, um, you know, it scratches the final destination itch, which like, because mm-hmm. they stopped making those movies, there's been a, a drought and here we are with this guy ready to fill it in. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. The main character is played by Catherine Newton, who uh, we know from the society, mm-hmm. the main character in the society. Um, and the serial killer who she swaps with is played by Vince Vaughn, which is very funny. Uh, how's he doing? You know, he's how's great he in it. Yeah, he does, <laughs> he does a great job. It's really cute because it's like they do a lot. I mean, it's really funny and like charming, but it doesn't like body swap movies can go mm-hmm. really wrong when it's like cross like a gender swap movie also because it can be really offensive I think and they really like stepped away from that like all the jokes are really like positive and like cute there's a really cute scene where like she like the main character in the body of Vince Vaughn is like talking to her crush and like the two of them have like a romantic moment but there's no like gay freak out it's just cute like they just have a good time Um, I really liked it freaky is like totally fun it's like totally chill sounds really fun yeah uh yeah and that's and you're right about like well there's always an an, um there's always a need for or a call for fun light horror or horror with um non-schlocky comedy or not non-schlocky that's the wrong word but uh non-clunky comedy something actually really funny uh like you're bringing up these recent ones and I'm thinking of the recent movie ready or not which totally was similar. exactly very the same go- energy yeah very gory <laughs> yeah I love ready yeah or not, gory totally. but really funny yeah like a just like a nice like having a good time um, <laughs> but yeah that's yeah what I've been... having a good rollicking time yeah <laughs> um but that's what I've been watching lately Amanda will you tell Wait. me what you've been watching lately I will tell you what I've been watching <laughs> lately I have been completely sucked in to the new television show that is still ongoing um, that started in 2016 called Search Party, and it is streaming on HBO Max, and it stars Aaliyah Shawkat, John Paul Reynolds, John Early, and Meredith Hagner, and they play four friends uh, well, three friends, and then um, John Paul Reynolds plays the boyfriend of the main character, and they all live in Brooklyn. Uh, they're 29, 28, 29 year olds, um, and all very, very funny. It is much like um, the movie that Jenny talked about, Freaky. It's a very dark show and very, very funny as well. Uh, if you like some dry humor, it is pretty dry, <laughs> which I do love. <laughs> um, 
But basically the main character played by Aaliyah Shawkat, whose name is Dory, um, works as a personal assistant for a really rich lady and feels a little bit just directionless. Obviously doesn't have any passion for that job and feels a little directionless in her life. And then sees a missing persons poster with uh, for a girl that she went to college with and decides to dedicate her time to finding this girl. And she gets totally sucked in for the search, just like I get totally sucked in for Search Party, the TV show. Um, and I love it. I love it. I really highly recommend it. Uh, there, I think it's on its fourth season now. I know that it's nice because I'm just coming into it. So I have a lot to watch, um, which is always really enjoyable. So I have slowed down because I will tell you, I'll say it again. It's kind of dark. <laughs> it has a, a breaking, almost a breaking bad darkness where without trying to say too much, I guess um, when a seemingly inoffensive and innocent character is revealed to perhaps have always had a real intense dark drive within them. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's really fun. Highly recommend search party. And also if you weren't convinced, uh, one of the writers and producers is Michael Showalter of um, Stella and wet hot American summer. He's Love Michael Showalter. Yeah. <laughs> Love him so much. Also, lifetime so much. crush on Aaliyah Shawkat. So, like, yes, I, I've been meaning to watch it for so long. I really got to get into it. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing is it's waiting for you. Uh, another wonderful thing about it is that the episodes are just over 20 minutes. So they're it's very snack like <laughs> like popcorn. Bite size. <laughs> it's easy to eat a lot. <laughs> But, you know, if you just want to squeeze one in right before bedtime, you can because oh, they're, yes. they're short. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and that is what I have been watching lately. But lately, lately, been watching something a little more like today's weather, a little more snowy. That brings us to tonight's theme of the movies that we watched. Jenny, do you want to tell them? Oh, my God. Well, we decided to go for the very specific winter sports category. <laughs> However, <laughs> before you get too excited, not hockey, because nope. Amanda and I are in agreement that the best sports movies of all time are hockey movies uh -huh. and therefore deserve their very own episode, which will be coming someday. Just yep. wait, just wait on the edge of your seat until we get to hockey. But tonight, no, no, we're talking about the other winter sports. Uh, exactly. Your skiers, your skaters, your sledders, your etc. That's kind no, of all of them. That's kind of it. I know there's <laughs> curling, but oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are there any <laughs> curling movies? I didn't look. <laughs> there was one. There was one that popped up, and I forget what it was called. Something goofy, like Men Who Curl or something. And <laughs> I just the sweeps. I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe it was called Men Who Sweep or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, Jenny and I had a really funny journey coming to this theme because we decided, uh, context, neither Jenny nor I have ever been uh, terribly sporty, maybe dabbled a little bit. Jenny does love baseball. <laughs> Who doesn't? American pastime. Um, but we thought at the very least, let's take a crack at sports movies for this show because of the Super Bowl that just happened this past weekend and the proximity of it to our show. Uh, and then from sports movies, it just trickled down into being like, well, we got to do only a baseball episode and then only a hockey episode. And <laughs> we don't really want to watch football movies. So uh, sports. Um, and much like many of our other episodes by the time I finally got into a good groove and developed a good list of things to watch I ran out of time and I <laughs> want to watch more <laughs> there's always more time you know just not for the show <laughs> exactly um Jenny do you want to tell me so you want to start it off I would love tell me what you watched I would love to tell you what I watched uh I watched three movies two of them of a theme so I'm going to start with one of those. 
The first thing I watched is a movie that I have been meaning to see since it came out. Uh, it was in the theaters and I just totally missed it like a real goon. Uh, and it's 2017's I, Tanya. Oh, as, <laughs> yeah. As you may or may not know, if you remember from our Christmas episode, Amanda revealed about me <laughs> that I am formerly a figure skater <laughs> and still have a real soft spot for the stuff. Love it. Love a person on two blades doing spins and jumps. Can't get enough of the stuff. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. So I decided to finally watch Itania and it's really good. <laughs> you know, like people gave it a lot of awards and it was a reasonable choice to do that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with it, uh, so it came out in 2017. It's also streaming on Hulu right now. So you, if you've got that, you can go ahead and watch it. Um, but it's basically a like subjective biopic kind of of Tanya Harding the infamous figure skater who is very uh like extremely competitive in the 90s um first woman first american woman to land a triple axel in competition um and her eventual infamy and decline because of her uh closest to a person who attacked another figure skater nancy kerrigan this uh, people who are listening are probably like duh i know that but just in case you don't yeah. hey you never know because honestly when these events took place uh you and i were really young and i didn't remember or i i well of course i didn't remember but i also didn't catch up on this event um not someone especially for me i'm not a figure skater and i'm not really aware of that world so Probably. I think it's a good explanation. Yeah. <laughs> but the the movie's really fun. I mean, it's it's really brutal because Tanya Harding had a really hard life in a lot of ways. Um, but it is also very fun and funny. Like it kind of embraces uh this like breaking of the fourth wall, different people telling their own versions of events, um, and kind of leaning into the satire of that. Uh so it's the main characters or like the main actors are Margot Robbie playing Tanya Harding and then Sebastian Stan plays her husband, Jeff Galuli. Um, and they're both great. It's really funny because they're both extremely hot people who they make look very ordinary. It's yeah. like quite successful. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember when they were talking about um, casting Margot Robbie as Tanya Harding. I was like, are you sure though? But, they do. <laughs> but it's a great, it's actually, it works really well. Um, and then also uh, Allison Janney plays... Uh, Tanya Harding's mom, who she won an Oscar for her performance, which is makes a lot of sense. She's like extremely cruel, uh, yeah. does a great job of playing that character because Allison Janney is like famously very kind. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. The uh, the it's hard to do a biopic well. I think like often they're kind of either trying to cram too much in or like trying to tell yeah like the truth of a story which is always subjective and like you can't really get to like a reality a, like a good reflection of reality through a film that's like two hours long um so I really appreciate the mm -hmm. format of like okay here's Tanya telling her side of the story and here's Jeff telling his side of the story and like what actually happened as we can understand it but from like a narrative perspective not necessarily as like a documentary mm -hmm. um but yeah I really I really enjoyed it also like just love watching people figure skate and the technology they used to like put like slap Margot Robbie's face on top of whoever is doing the figure skating is like pretty good it was very convincing yeah yeah I really really enjoyed it too I saw it in the theater when it came out at um the triplex cinema in Great Barrington and I cried the whole way home because I oh. was in some kind of mood and also yeah. it is a sad story as as um you mentioned because it is about somebody who had a very hard life and um, whose career uh, fell really abruptly and for something that was potentially out of her control. Um, and I only say potentially just because there are so many versions of this story from different people. And as you mentioned as well, it is really fun how the movie plays with that. Um, it's just full of unreliable narrators and that, can, doesn't have to be frustrating it can be you know enjoyable yeah um, totally yeah, no I, really I fully cried at the end also I love Tanya Harding <laughs> like I think I totally yeah. think she's like a super wronged figure in American history like in a lot of ways yeah the media totally like 
treated her so badly. I also think like the one of the consequences of her proximity to this uh, assault is that she was expelled from the figure skating association and was no longer allowed to skate in any event. Um, and it's just like such a cruel punishment. It's <laughs> just, so like, cruel. Uh, um, it's so cruel. Yeah. I really, I love Tanya Harding. Like she's obviously such a complicated person. And like, I think the movie does a really good job of showing that because it's not always kind to her, but it is also, it does feel very like, it has a lot of empathy for everybody in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. There's a couple of, one of my favorite parts of it is like, there's a couple of scenes of her like sewing her own costumes for her performances. Like I just really, it's just like the human element of it is so sweet. Like there's other parts of it that I think are kind of weak, but for the most part, I really enjoyed it. It was very yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, they do do a decent job at the very least of um, showing her being uh, totally brutalized by the media um, yeah, unfairly. Totally. I, you know, we both think, and um, yeah, I love that she does uh, skate routines to ZZ top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's too punk for, for the figure skating association. It rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really, oh, awesome. yeah, I love, I also just like, it's, there are not very many good ice skating movies, um, just in my experience. A lot of them are romances and, like, not that good and not that interesting, in my opinion. <laughs> but uh, but I really loved, it was, like, so nice to see this one. Obviously, it's new. Um, I also really liked in, at one point, she's, like, backstage and you hear an announcer talking about the next skater. And it's Surya Bonali, who is uh, one of my favorite figure skaters. Um, and I'm, like, ready for the Surya Bonali movie. She is a French yeah. figure skater who, like, famously is the only person to do a backflip um, in competition and then got, like, totally, like, slammed because she was a black figure skater and, like, was not treated as the same as the other, like, white figure yeah. skaters. Um, she's so interesting. Oh, they said like, such... Oh. Yeah. the I remember listening to something about the way they would judge her skating, which is just yeah. so ridiculous. Totally. Thing. Yeah. Um, I know. Where's that movie? I know. I'm She's like so ready. Wonderful. It got me so excited. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. <laughs> is here. Um, but yeah, I love ice skating. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I thought that when we picked this theme, I really thought that I wanted to watch a bunch of yucky, sleazy, 80s 90s ski movies I was like oh oh, yeah baby here we go gonna watch some naughty flicks about winter sports um and I which I've seen some of them you know there's there's hot dog there's ski school there's a bunch of them (laughs) uh but I started over the weekend I started watching one with my partner I was you know, said, come on, like, we got to watch something for my show. It's coming up. So we started watching a movie called Ski Patrol from 1990. Gotta say, didn't get more than 20 minutes in. Uh, Turns out, (laughs) turns out I didn't actually, my heart didn't want to watch sleazy uh, 80s, 90s ski movies. Plus, it was just a really flaccid comedy. I think that's (laughs) the best word to describe. It was really not funny. Though, little little aside, the actor Leslie Jordan, who became very popular during the pandemic for his very, very, very funny social media presence, was in this movie. Oh, my God. But enough of Sea Patrol. Tabula Rasa. Wipe the slate clean. Um, (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Instead. (laughs) Get it out of here. Uh, Also, you know, I started it 20 minutes in way too embarrassed to finish it because again I'm watching it with my partner I'm watching it with another person I just can't handle watching something that's embarrassing with another person (laughs) so we switched gears to actually a horror movie that I've been interested in watching for quite some time uh, that's popped up on streaming sites um, and it's called Frozen don't be fooled (laughs) it's not the kids movie it's Frozen from 2010 and it's a medium budget horror movie uh, 
about three people who go to a ski resort and bribe their way in because they don't want to pay for lift tickets, which understandably they are very expensive. Um, and they bribe their way on. So they're not registered with the ski mountain. First, first thing to, uh Oh, that first nobody mistake. knows where they are, but they try to sneak in one last run of the day and can bribe this lift operator to let them go up. And then the lift operator gets distracted and, you know, uh, basically long story short, they get stuck up on the ski mountain on the ski lift, but it's not like catamount, which is our local ski mountain where you could fall off the ski lift and just slide right down and be fine. No, no, this is, this is some huge ski mountain where they're in the lift. They're above the treetops and, uh, Oh, it was Sunday place. Isn't going to open back up until Friday. They're stuck. Um, Airy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to watch it because uh, you can just from the poster, you could tell that's what it's about. Um, and that idea is totally scary to me. Um, this movie was not very good. Uh, it was really close. It was so close. Uh, I don't necessarily think that you shouldn't watch it. I, th I had fun in a lot of times I had fun. There was some yucky stuff, frostbite, broken bones, Ooh. wolves, you know? Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, however, in all the places where there weren't those yucky, scary things, there was really horribly boring slogging interpersonal drama mm. that I didn't care about. And th none of the actors were good enough to make me care. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> so that's how I started my journey in. And I, I watched it cause it's about, it's not really about skiing. I kind of cheated. It's no, not it's really great. about skiing. It just <laughs> skiing is the vehicle on which the horror rides into the plot. Totally. Um, <laughs> It uh, uh, sounds like open water, but up high. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a winter storm moving in. Um, yeah. Uh, the like I said, the parts that were fun. It was really close. The parts that were fun and gross and scary were were pretty successful, but it just continuously shot itself in the foot mm -hmm. with me, trying to make me care about the relationships between these three horrible people <laughs> <laughs> You're like leave them on the ski lift who cares <laughs> but you know what it's worth it if you want to just watch some junk and it's easy and it's streaming for free on hulu if you do have hulu so why not give it a go uh because hey that is a really 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 scary idea um yeah i find yeah. it to be I being abandoned at a at a theme park or anything like that yeah. where all the employees and anybody who can help you goes home no thank you mm -hmm. ski lifts also just kind of scare me in general they seem they oh, seem like scary definitely. devices like they anything are. could go wrong like literally anything could go wrong <laughs> definitely they're totally scary they're really scary um and so I feel like it's it's just a one-two jump to make a horror movie about one, right? Like it's yeah, about totally. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this um, is me putting a call out into the world for a better one. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please <laughs> take the innate horror of the ski lift and turn it into a really fun, scary movie. <laughs> well, shall I take us on a 180 degree emotional turn into a different kind of movie entirely? Yes. Okay. Please. <laughs> so, I know we both watched a documentary. So, I'm going to I'm going to tell you about my documentary and then I want to hear about yours and I'm really excited to hear about it. Um, so the one that I watched, I really I feel like we really not without speaking about it just divided and conquered here and Amanda took skiing and I took skating. <laughs> It was just perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I watched a documentary, which I saw uh, in a list of like skating movies and was like, oh, it's probably gonna be bad. And like the cover looks really cheesy. However, it was excellent. <laughs> it's called The Ice King. 
It's Ooh. from 2018. I think it might be a BBC documentary. It had it definitely felt like a like a TV production kind of or like a almost like PBS. Like it had some it felt very educational. <laughs> um, I took I took a lot of notes on it because it almost felt like I was like taking like writing a book report where I was like, oh, I have to tell you everything I learned. <laughs> um yeah. but so it's called The Ice King. It's a documentary about John Curry, who is a or he's no longer living, but he was an incredible figure skater. Um, he won the Olympic gold in 1976 for Britain. Um, and he was also the first out gay skater. Um, and one of the only ones for a really long time. Uh, but oh. the documentary is largely just kind of about the trajectory of his life. Uh, and it was so beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I There were a couple of um, just scenes basically that were recordings of his performances with um this like a couple people speaking over it talking about his like method and his like ideas and his feelings about skating as a form of art uh and they were just so incredibly moving that I was like weeping while watching them uh, uh. and yeah it was just really really great he uh was really uh basically when he was a kid he wanted to be a dancer um but because he was living in like the 60s in a really homophobic household um his dad wouldn't let him take ballet so instead he started figure skating because that was it's like ostensibly a sport um mm -hmm. or like i mean it is a sport but like it was considered athletic enough whereas dance was not considered athletic so he could like get away with it basically mm -hmm. um and as he like progressed in his career as a skater uh, like was really interested in incorporating ballet and dance into his performance. So he like took a lot in terms of um, like arm movements and like uh, not just kind of doing like cool sick moves, but also like choreography <laughs> and like bringing dance specifically into his figure skating, which hadn't really be been done by men before in the sport. Um, and it's just so incredibly beautiful watching him skate. <laughs> <laughs> and the footage that they have is really amazing. Like he was skating obviously like from the sixties all the way up into the late eighties. Um, and like the footage is really incredible. Like not to say that like footage of sports in the seventies isn't good, but like it's usually quite fuzzy and like kind of hard to see, but there's something about that Definitely. like ambient uh, like it's everything's kind of hazy because it's obviously cold and like the sound is still quite sharp but like there's something about that that just makes everything feel very dreamlike uh and it's mm. just so incredibly beautiful okay I know I'm really just repeating myself but the ice king really no took me to my core like I I, I also I told Amanda this already but like I haven't been drinking very much and I did have one drink while I was watching it and like by the end was just <laughs> weeping <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why, why is this so beautiful and so sad? Um, but yeah, he, like, he's just a really interesting figure and, like, really complicated. Like, he, um, basically after he won the gold in the Olympics, he was like, okay, cool. Like, this was just a means to an end uh, for him to, like, start a skating company where he would bring in, um, like, dance choreographers to make these, like, beautiful, like, theatrical performances um, like that was what he really wanted to do is to do like theater and dance performances, but just on ice. And that was like what he knew and what he wanted to become the best at basically. Um, but yeah, I really, it's, he like, he also was kind of like harsh to people and like took it so very seriously that he could be like kind of hard to be around, but also was just like so um, like dedicated to the art form that it's just like uh, everybody wanted to work with him I just love him so much John Curry is like my new favorite person <laughs> like I love him so much yes uh, where can I watch this documentary so it's on Tubi um for free uh -huh. which is where I watched nice. it however because there's like ads every 10 minutes you can also rent it for like two bucks or something somewhere and I really wish that I'd done that because it would be like in this in the middle of something really beautiful mm. and I would start to cry and then a stupid ad would come on and I was like ah <laughs> yeah um, but yeah it's really great I mean it's also just like a really interesting document of like queer history and art history like it talks a lot about like the gay scene in the 70s um, and like the AIDS epidemic, because sadly he did die of AIDS. Mm. Um, 
and yeah just like kind of the whole it just is like a really interesting historical document and also like a piece of art so I really I was very impressed by it as a documentary and just as a story about a person who I've never heard of and um yeah like my knowledge of figure skating from before like the 90s is thin (laughs) non-existent Mm -hmm. basically so it's like very interesting to learn about it well it's it's always really 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 wonderful to watch somebody who's incredibly incredibly good at what they do do their thing uh even if it's not something that you know a lot about or are uniquely interested in um and for me at the very least somebody who is not really into any sport um you know I can't watch I can't watch baseball or football or or basketball and say oh that player is so good at what they do like I can I can see it because somebody else tells me or because they're winning you know I can't really (laughs) I can't really notice their form or any technique that they use that's right that's really stellar. Um, but something like skating is a little easier for me to see. Um, yeah, totally. I'm focused on one person and it is so dance like. Uh, and so there's there's an element of danger, things that they're trying to pull <laughs> totally. off. Um yeah. yeah. So that sounds really magnificent. It's really great. It's I mean, it's also like such an emotional sport, not because like you know, it's because it's dance, it's emotional, but because it's like <laughs> the whole goal is to like elicit a feeling because, you know, you're like pairing athleticism with music, like mm-hmm. specifically, like it's in order to elicit a react, an emotional reaction. So like, it's really easy to get attached and like forge those emotional bonds. Um, but yeah, I really loved it. I like truly, there was a part that I like, I, I literally wrote out a quote that a person said, cause it was so beautiful, yeah. but I'm just going to let you watch it. It's so I'm going to stop talking I, well, about Well, I want to yeah. hear about the quote. Can you read me the quote? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there's a scene of, it's like a performance that he does when he opens his own skating company and it's him and a woman skating together to um it's a famous dance called afternoon of the fawn which i'm not familiar with but he translated it into figure skating um and this is what uh, i can't remember who the person who was saying it was i think she, like a close friend of his was saying it um but she said afternoon of the fawn is about intimacy lust and love here are these two dancers performing something intimate but not really connecting feeling like this is too much it's too close it's too much i can't do it and so then they flee from each other when they're done, you wonder, was it real or was it a dream? And maybe that was part of the pattern of his life. Oh. It really, <laughs> really got me. Yeah. So yeah, that's the Ice King um, about John Curry. And I highly recommend it. You know, talking about figure skating in the realm of be- being included in uh, what's defined as sports. Um, it, it's kind of unique, I guess, in that way, because it is it's dance, you know, as you brought up, it's done to music and yeah, people are watching for form, of course, like they are for things like gymnastics and what have you, but it seems like it's in the middle of this Venn diagram. Totally. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I, I also watched a documentary and this is really what opened the door and what made me realize that the, I should have been watching skew documentaries all mm. along um which I finally found a list of of movies that sounded good to me and I, I picked out a couple that seemed interesting and I started with this one and then I ran out of time before our show um but what I watched is a movie called McConkey about a skier named Shane McConkey and that's spelled m-c-c-o-n-k-e-y um, and it's from the documentaries from 2013 and you can, uh, watch it on Amazon for rent. Uh, and Shane McConkey was, he, he started out, he, so, um, he was the son of, he's born in 1969, I think. So most of the time that he's, he's growing up and doing his thing is, uh, eighties, nineties, but he was the son of a famous downhill skier, And so grew up skiing and uh, when he was very, very young, got into ski, downhill ski racing, got a scholarship to school for doing that. 
And then, um, you know, he's <laughs> all right. So he's a classic, like blonde headed, you know, like spaced out little hmm. California cutie. <laughs> um, bunch of chuckleheads in this movie, you know, in the beginning of it, they're showing he he videotaped a lot of things like a lot of um, skateboarding movies that you see where people are kind of always filming. Yeah. Um, he had video after video of him and his friends skiing and also hanging out and people are saying things like home slice and <laughs> heinous. Uh, somebody calls them rippers. They're like, oh, there's so many rippers on this mountain. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, so just to give you a taste of the culture, um, <laughs> a real life, like ski freak party animal, uh, adrenaline junkie, because after he gets into ski racing, gets a scholarship to college for ski racing, he drops out, he's floating around and he's broke, but he's always been this kind of life of the party daredevil comedian. Um, and he, he gets banned. So the photo that I sent you for our little um, Instagram uh, post post, uh, post today, <laughs> um, Shane McConkey was banned from Vail, the ski mountain for downhill racing nude uh, in a race. And so he doesn't really know what he's doing with his life. He's starting to get some attention for being a really good skier. But then he sees this documentary from the 80s, which I really want to watch. It was on my list. Didn't have time. It's called The Blizzard of Oz. And Oz is like A-H-H-H-H-S. <laughs> the Blizzard of Oz is a documentary about freestyle skiing and essentially just skiing down huge mountains. Oh, my God. Huge drops insane like terrifying stuff that is so fun to watch and the people that are doing it are addicted to doing it because they're it's so close to death and i'm <laughs> yeah. addicted to watching them god that um, sounds so good it's so good so he gets into freestyle skiing he's amazing at it everything he does he has to do something more crazy the next time um always has to go bigger and he uh, he sees there's a James Bond movie and I can't remember which one, but there's a James Bond movie where a stunt actor uh, who's, I think maybe James supposed to be James Bond in the movie skis off a cliff and then opens a parachute. So he, he skis off a cliff and then base jumps. Oh my God. And then that's, that's what Shane McConkey gets into after he, <laughs> revolutionizes the world of freestyle skiing while he's into freestyle skiing he he invents a different kind of skis because he decides he's going to use water skis because they're wider <laughs> and they they're they somehow change the way you can maneuver when you're totally. freestyle skiing so he he does he starts to get really famous he gets he wins awards he's on the cover of magazines um and then yeah he just the documentary is going through his um his his life and career as it's going up and up and up and up and meanwhile it's intercutting with all of these new ways to nearly kill yourself that he <laughs> discovered like base jumping yeah so yeah gets super into base jumping and um <clears throat> he uh, uh incredible footage incredible footage truly watching somebody ski off the top of a mountain and then open a parachute is wild. Thrilling. Not to mention, not to mention then also dropping off of a cliff and opening a parachute and then landing and continuing to ski. Yeah, wild. You know? <laughs> um, and I will say, you know, this is a, a, a real person, so I don't feel like I'm giving away any spoilers, but he unfortunately also did pass away really tragically um, in one of, these stunts he was doing uh there was an accident he got really into wingsuits oh. and had done a few things where he skied off of a mountain and he invented this way to based on the same stunt actor that did that James Bond stunt he basically invented a way to um 
detach your skis while you're in the air with these little pull tabs. So you could pull the skis off and get in and, and just fly away on the wingsuit. Whoa. So, yeah. And so he had been doing that. And at this point he had a, he had a wife and a little girl, a little daughter, and it seems like he was a really loving and wonderful partner, which is makes you just love this like crazy cutie all the yeah. all more. Um, but unfortunately, on one of these occasions, uh, he something went wrong with the apparatus used to detach your skis and he didn't make it. And the documentary is so, so, so fun. It's so fun to learn about this person um who was really really funny and sweet <laughs> and then at the end of the documentary you know the the whole time you're hearing people tell crazy stories about this person that's so beloved to them and then the end is you cry along with them all as they remember this friend of theirs um and yeah it's just really and but it ends on on a sweet note too because much much like going to a memorial service people reminisce yeah um and it was so it was so lovely it was really I had so much fun I became a fan of Shane McConkey <laughs> who is really such a such a wacky goofball um and absolute freak Yes. Oh my God. I'm, I really want to watch this. It sounds so good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, again, it's streaming on Amazon. You do have to rent it. Um, it's not for free, but, uh, it's called, the documentary is just called McConkey. Um, and it's about Shane McConkey. I'm seeing just now actually looking it up. Um, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The people love it. (laughs) yes um yeah and even just for the footage alone of seeing people do these incredible things um it's so it's so pleasurable uh of course there's a bunch of fun music in the background you know tool and stuff (laughs) yeah oh my god rad Um, yeah yeah uh you know tony people like tony hawk were his buddies and Oh my yeah. god, uh, people who love extreme sports. Thrilling. Yeah, it's exactly. so thrilling. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the I didn't know anything about him. I'd never even heard of him. And of course, throughout the documentary, people are talking about him in the past tense. So oh, yeah. like, oh man. Totally. I know that like I'm gonna get hit with this. And uh yeah. Um so it's sad, but it's really, really a wonderful celebration of somebody who truly sapped every last drop of juice out of life. Yes. <laughs> truly, oh, truly. So yeah. rad. Oh, I really want to watch it. Amazing. Yep. Uh, it yeah. turns out documentary is great. <laughs> yep. It turns out. Exactly. And I got to watch Blizzard of Oz. I really have <laughs> Yeah, to. that sounds so good also. Oh, my God. Immediately yeah, going to add yeah. it to my list. Yeah, and I think Blizzard of Oz is streaming um is streaming somewhere for free. I, I'll look that up in a moment. Um but yeah. Great, so that's, that was my journey. It Amazing. ended too soon. Uh, there's always <laughs> there's always more journeys for us. The uh the only other thing I watched was a, a fresh rewatch of uh Cool Runnings from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Which yes! is not a figure skating movie, but I just I you know it's the first thing I think of when I think about winter sports is cool runnings. Um, and I gotta say like, there's things about it that are definitely stereotypical. Like it's not perfect, but for a Disney movie from the nineties, it's so fun. Still holds up in a lot of ways. It's really Uh. exciting to see a movie that has like almost an entirely black cast. Um, and like, a movie from our youth that is still pretty fine. <laughs> like, uh, which is surprising, which is yeah. surprising for a movie, like a Disney movie from that time with an all black cast or nearly all black cast. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, is it still okay? And yeah. it's really relieving to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very nervous. Uh, it's, I mean, like there's definitely problems with it for sure, but it's, yeah. it's really sweet. Everybody in it has like such great charisma and like has such good chemistry mm. with each other. Everybody's so cute. The main character, Darice, has he's played by Leon, who that's his only 
name as he, that's the only thing he's credited as um mm-hmm. he's so handsome he's like so <laughs> cute uh yeah and every like it's just like about the power of friendship and like the power of the underdog which you know who doesn't love yeah truly <laughs> a, a story that just strikes right at the heart of the human spirit <laughs> yeah yeah and like an incredible sick 90s color palette the fits are <laughs> off the chain like everybody looks really good Oh my gosh. I do remember that. I, I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid, but of yeah, course it's same. so fun. Yeah, totally. <sighs> so that was like a really nice, a little, I watched it last night when I was <laughs> really tired. Cause as Amanda uh-huh. knows, I didn't sleep much the night before <laughs> and I like got <laughs> home and like got all cozy on the couch and watched cool runnings. And it was so nice. That sounds like, like a real treat. <laughs> a really gentle winter evening. Uh, oh. Yeah. Totally. Extremely chill and, and more way oh. than one. <laughs> oh, I know yeah. that is really a quintessential kind of one of the one of the biggest uh winter sports movies totally. there aren't yeah there aren't many standout ones or at yeah. least not that I discovered totally <laughs> other than like I mean once we get into hockey we're gonna go hard because the other one that I always think of is Mighty Ducks of course <laughs> but oh my it's, gosh it's not time yet wait it's not time yet because there are a lot of really good hockey movies yeah. is the thing is the thing we're gonna keep There's that vault so closed for now but we will be opening that vault soon don't you worry oh, oh yes oh yes we will um shall we need... oh please after you oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, I was just gonna ask if um you had any recommendations or things that you were looking forward to watching. I do have something I'm looking forward to watching. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> uh, so I recently learned about this movie, which is streaming on Netflix, called Atlantics. It's from 2019. Uh, it is directed by uh, Madi Diop. Uh, and it, let me read you the description because it's important. It's important Mm -hmm. that I read it (laughs) Mm because I haven't seen it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I kept hearing about it as a good movie and then, uh, had not seen it streaming anywhere, but apparently it's on Netflix. So I will be watching it this weekend. So, okay. It's called Atlantics. Along the Atlantic coast, a soon to be inaugurated futuristic tower looms over a suburb of Dakar. Ada, 17, is in love with Suleiman, a young construction worker, but she has been promised to another man. One night, Suleiman and his co-workers leave the country by sea in hope of a better future. Several days later, a fire ruins Ada's wedding and a mysterious fever starts to spread. Little does Ada know that Suleiman has returned. Uh, it's listed as romance slash drama, and I hear there's ghosts. So <laughs> <laughs> I will be watching this movie <laughs> as yeah. soon as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, Wow. Um, something about that description made me think of um, Water for Chocolate. Oh, yeah, just, totally. Uh, just a kind of like magic romantic drama. <laughs> yeah, it's. I've heard that it's it's surreal um, and mysterious and like maybe scary. I'm <laughs> very interested. Uh, it looks really good. It is in French. So I thought about watching it the other night and then I was like, I'm not ready yet. I need to sleep <laughs> and then I will come back. Um, but I'm psyched as Amanda knows, one of my very favorite genres is ghost romance and there are not very many of them. (laughs) Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. So that's my looking forward to slash hopeful recommendation. It has stunning reviews. So we'll see. I think it's going to be really good. Um, and it's called Atlantics. It's called Atlantics in, it's like Atlantique. Uh, okay. in French but if you search Atlantics that'll come up um the person who directed it was the first black female director to be nominated for the Palme d'Or which is like the highest um award uh, that you can get at, at the Cannes Film Festival wow, which is like about dang up. time yeah, yeah right I know yeah. 2019 it's like are you kidding me <laughs> yeah um, but uh it looks amazing I'm very excited to watch it can't wait to yeah. uh, just hang out. With, it's also like Valentine's Day is coming up. Great time to watch a romance movie that is like scary. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, Amanda, can you tell me, is there anything that you're looking forward to watching or that you recommend? Well, I'm going to recommend something. There's plenty of things I'm looking forward to watching, but I'm going to recommend a movie that I just watched very recently for the first time. 
And it's been on my list for quite some time. It's not a new movie. It's from 1986. It's From Beyond, the (gasps) H.P. Lovecraft story directed by Stuart Gordon, who is the creator of The Reanimator, also an H.P. Lovecraft story. Um, And From Beyond is ooey, gooey, sleazy fun. It's wonderful. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's about a scientist, an obsessive scientist and his assistant who build a machine that um, basically uh, stimulates a, a gland in your brain that allows you to see this other realm that that is always around us, but we can't see it without this machine stimulating this um, part of our brains. I can't remember the name, but um, <laughs> there's all these really freaky creatures and it's yes. very... You know, it's it's very similar to um oh gosh, what's the color color, color out, of, out space. of space? It's very it's very similar to color out of space where um this other realm exists, inexplicable things happen. There's creatures floating through the air. Why are people melting? I don't know. Yes. Um, <laughs> why is it making people horny? I don't know. Oh my God. But yes. <laughs> am I having a great time? Absolutely. Uh, it stars Jeffrey Combs, who is the reanimator. Um, yes. And he's back as the assistant, who's a good guy this time. It's sweet to see him as a, a sweet science, science, a nerdy good guy. Um, <laughs> and then also stars Barbara Crampton, who is also in the reanimator. Yes. A total 80s horror movie babe. I didn't really put it together until seeing this movie and recognizing her face again and realizing that she's pretty much just made her career on being in horror movies. Um, And the same year as from beyond, she was in a playboy spread called simply beastly where she's posing with all these horrible monsters and it's so fun. Oh my Um, God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know, the part in, um, the movie Wayne's World in the very beginning when they're doing their show and they're talking about Claudia Schiffer and they go mm-hmm. showing that's kind of how I feel about Barbara Crampton yes like, same showing show <laughs> <laughs> yes Barbara Crampton, Barbara Crampton. oh yes. babe <laughs> yes dude um yeah <laughs> oh my god I really gotta watch that it sounds so good it's so fun and that is also streaming on Tubi um and as Jenny mentioned earlier there are unfortunately ads on Tubi but it is a free streaming service so check out from beyond I think you can also rent it on Amazon um but it's a great time Stuart Gordon a lot of fun makes makes some movies that are really a lot of fun totally um so if you're in the mood if you're in the mood for something like that get into oh, it <laughs> absolutely I am in the mood for something like that that sounds extremely fun a great yeah. time for you know a horror and like weird uh surreal gross scary stuff is like just something very visceral and like yeah. fun in the winter time when it's cold outside and you're like I'm just gonna bundle up and watch this scary gross thing <laughs> totally totally uh, I like when um you know uh it's very Lovecraftian and I like the what, like half a toe dipped into science fiction yeah. um, and it's extremely not hard sci-fi. <laughs> like, totally. There's all this, this, there's creepy experiments in it, but none of it really makes any sense. Um, yeah. Like you just have to take <laughs> it. Love, like, yeah. yeah. So fun. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, so, that pretty much brings us to a close here on Jim exactly. Lights. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you're interested in chatting with us ever, our DMs are open on Instagram. We're at Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda, all one word. Yep, exactly. Please reach out to us. We love to hear from people. Give us recommendations. Um, annual thing, really. And that's on Instagram. You can find us. And we will be back two Tuesdays from now. We are twice a month, the second and fourth Tuesday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m. This has been Dim the Lights with Jenny and Amanda. And before we go, Jenny, I just want to ask you a little question. 
Um, let's say like, how do you and your ski bum buddies save the ski mountain from being bought out by evil corporate fat cats? Oh my God. That's a great question. Well, we definitely have to do some kind of big contest of some kind, of course. And it's probably, honestly, for me, it's going to be like ski ballet where they do, you know, like, uh, figure skating, but it's on skis and we have to, the best person wins and then we save the mountain. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. That's really How about you? Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe creating really scary obstacle courses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Scare them off the mountain. Um, You know, I don't want to sound too much like just repeating what happens in actual, uh, quintessential stereotypical eighties ski movies, but you know, yeah, a bunch of pranks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. I mean, we got to go pranks every time. (laughs) Oh, every time, every time. Exactly. This has been (laughs) a true pleasure in every sense. I love you. I'll see you. I 